0: and accelerate your success. Welcome to the Beyond Barriers Habits and Hacks show. Do you have a career-related question that you're uncomfortable asking your peers, managers or mentors? Well, we're here to address your questions. Our fear of being perceived as inadequate prevents us from asking, but it causes us to pay a high price in every aspect of our lives, in lost income, slower career progress, limited access to leadership roles, and potential risk to well-being. So learn to ask and start by asking us. So here's a question we get from many of our listeners. How do I negotiate? Hmm, well, what strikes me about that question is what it's
1: not saying. The question isn't how do I negotiate for what I want or how do I negotiate for more? It's simply asking, how do I negotiate? And to me, the underlying subtext in that is, should I even Hmm. negotiate? Mm -hmm. And, well, the short answer to that is, (laughs) yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. You should always negotiate. Mm -hmm. But what the the bigger question really is in that is, why do you assume you can't? Mm -hmm. Now, if you don't have the skills or the experience, then by all means, Focus on getting the skills and then come to the negotiating table. You should never feel entitled to things that you haven't earned yet. Mm -hmm. But if you do have the skills, if you have the experience, the passion, the commitment, and you know you will absolutely deliver outstanding results, then you owe it to yourself to get what you're worth and what you deserve. Mm -hmm. So now that we're clear that you should always negotiate, (laughs) let's talk about how to negotiate, whether Mm -hmm. it's for a new job or a promotion. Um, So- You know, from a corporate hiring perspective, uh, Monica, you've been on the other side of the table. Mm -hmm. I'm curious to hear your perspective about negotiation in these circumstances. What have you seen?
0: Well, I mean, I can attest to this. And I remember wondering, you know, if what I was experiencing was true. So I remember doing some research and I was astounded by the research that I found. So I want to share some of these statistics to show people that this can be detrimental to your career if you don't negotiate. So research suggests that 20% of women never negotiate at all. And like I said, I can attest to that. I mean, there were countless times as as a recruiter that we'd extend an offer and the women would just accept it on the spot. And nine times out of 10, when I would extend an offer to a male, he always came back with a counter. And so I don't know what it is, but, you know, women just never wanted to negotiate. Now here's the startling, startling research and the numbers. A woman who opts not to negotiate her salary upon graduation gives up about $7,000 in her first year and over the course of a 45-year career will lose between $650,000 and a million dollars. Wow. That's, I mean, that's like, that's a house. <laughs> that's a mansion. That's yes. just I a mean, house. It's, it's A million-dollar
1: mansion is what you're leaving on the table mm-hmm. when you simply start off at the wrong starting salary. Exactly. And right? you so don't negotiate. Your first the job, when you don't start off with the right compensation, mm-hmm. you end up losing a mansion.
0: <laughs> right. The course Over of the coast of your career. Of the year. Yeah. If you don't like recoup it somehow. And so the, you know, researchers, and one of them was a Harvard, you know, research, they started asking and polling men and women, like, what do you think about negotiation? And men saw it as like some fun, competitive, winning a ball game kind of, you know, analogy. A fun experience. Exactly. And women most times categorized it as like going to the dentist, hmm. and so as you can see, it's a they painful are, experience exactly. Wants it. So they shy away from it.
1: So uh, that challenge of um, the difference in perception about mm-hmm. negotiation is what um, often prevents our desire to even engage in it. So as you can see, you know our attitude towards negotiation, how we feel about it, whether we think it's going to be a fun experience. Mm-hmm or it's gonna be a painful, horrifying, traumatic experience (laughs) prevents us from even engaging in the conversation But the impact of that over Mm -hmm. the course of a career can be really exponential because the gap is relatively small at the start. But over time, it starts to get wider and wider, which means it gets harder to make up for that gap. And the negotiation actually gets more complex over time. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that makes it even harder for us to make up that gap. So I think that's the key takeaway is
0: that start to negotiate when it's actually easier. Mm to close a gap. Right. But it's easier said than done, right? So Nikki, you've had tremendous success as a negotiator. And by that, I mean, not just negotiating, <laughs> negotiating salaries, but you are like a professional negotiator that you've done it as a profession, right? So, you know, what are some expert negotiation tips that you would share um, with, in, with our listeners?
1: Well, negotiation is a very deep subject and it mm-hmm. takes years of mastery, especially if it's your profession, right? right. So there's people who's literally their job titles are expert negotiators Uh so we're not going to dive into that but Uh there are absolutely certain things about negotiations Mm -hmm. um, that would be helpful to anyone in any situation not just when it comes to compensation or jobs but in general a mindset about negotiation Um, so let's talk about some of those myths Mm -hmm. Um, what are you know some of those myths about negotiation well myth number one negotiation is about conflict yeah, that's a good one because, um, when you think of it like conflict, uh, it automatically brings up discomfort and fear mm-hmm. and anxiety around that right. because you don't know what you're getting into. You're afraid that you're going to hurt someone or upset someone. Mm-hmm. And you literally, I mean, you have no idea what to expect. So you often then avoid it. Mm-hmm. Uh, people tend to avoid conflict. Absolutely. And so if you think negotiation is conflict, you're going to avoid uh, negotiation altogether. Um, what I would recommend is reframe negotiation as being about discovery and mm. about alignment. Okay. So think of it just as a discovery process. Think of it like dating. Mm. You know, when you go on a first date, you really don't know anything about the other person. Mm-hmm. But you start to get to know them by asking questions, by Mm -hmm. being curious, by being open um, and understanding what's important to them. And so think of it simply as a process. Mm -hmm. Um, And all it is, is that they're discovering you, you're discovering them. Mm -hmm. So reframing negotiation as about discovery, Mm -hmm. not
0: conflict, is the first step. Right. Okay. That makes total sense. So myth number two, let's debunk this one. Negotiation is about taking.
1: Yeah, this is uh, another big one because when you think of negotiation as a zero-sum game, mm-hmm. that it's all about winning or losing and if there's more for me, there's less for you. Mm-hmm. you know, for most women especially, yes, no one likes to be selfish or be a taker. Right. So what are you going to do if you think of it like that zero-sum game? you're going to focus more on giving Mm -hmm. and and thinking that it's all about giving so you're hesitant to take for yourself. Right. Well, I want you to reframe that as not about taking, but negotiation is about establishing a Mm long-term win-win outcome. Right. And when you think about it as long-term, you have to make sure that you are establishing um, balance for both parties. Mm -hmm. And it's absolutely not about winning or losing. It's about winning and winning. Mm, Um, So a common example might be that you're afraid to negotiate what the kind of compensation that would really make you happy and Mm -hmm. fulfilled in the work that you're doing. Mm -hmm. But you don't ask for that and you just leave it on the table. You accept the job and now you're simply resentful over time. The job gets harder, more is demanded out of you. All that's going through your head is I can't believe I'm doing it for this amount, right. I'm upset, and before you know it, you're already looking for the next job. Mm-hmm. Think about that, that's not helpful to your employer. Right. Instead of focusing on the job at hand, you're busy shopping around for the next thing, And it's not good for you either, because instead of giving your best, you're in a state Mm -hmm. of resentment. So that's a lose-lose outcome. Instead of a win-win outcome being, have that conversation, even if it makes you uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. so that you can get what you want that will allow you to focus on giving your best. Mm -hmm. And it allows the employer to ensure that you are in an environment where you feel valued. Right.
0: That makes total sense. Well then, I would say myth number three is one that I think a lot of people get hung up on is that negotiation is about money. Mm. So negotiation is not about money. Mm-hmm.
1: Negotiation is about value exchange, right. whether it's um, on a new job or a promotion or whatever it might be. Don't just think of negotiation as all about your salary. Right. right? Mm-hmm. It's It can be about anything you value, whether it's your title, where you work from, what your responsibility entails, getting more PTO or um, getting reimbursed for education or, you know, when you are eligible for promotion, working from home, getting Mm -hmm. a sponsor assigned, being able to attend conferences. There's so many things that you could do
0: um, within that. Exactly. I mean, I think that's the most important key takeaway is that, for our listeners is that you don't focus on the salary, because I'll tell you, as a corporate recruiter, salary ranges can be fixed, and they are, depending on the role and the level that you are vying for, there's going to be a fixed salary range, and so there is a cap on it, right? But always know that the first negotiation that they put out there, the first um, offer, there's wiggle room, so you should ask for more on the salary front, And if they can't move that much anymore, then you need to focus on the whole package, on the whole compensation, and really thinking about okay, you know, you could sit there and tell them okay, I'm willing to accept a lower salary range if we can agree on the entire compensation package. And that can include, like you said, more time off, uh, flexibility, you know, where you're working from. Um, it could be commuting allowance. It could be anything from, I need to hire an assistant. Will you give me a headcount for that? Um, I need corporate housing because I'm relocating. I need relocation and maybe at least three months of corporate housing. I mean, that could save you thousands in Mm -hmm. in the first three months of rent or something. So it's those types of things that aren't necessarily a monetary value. But um, in the end, you will benefit from that regard as well. Yeah. So it simply comes down to what is important to
1: you? What do you value? Mm -hmm. And then what does your employer value, what is that organization value, Mm -hmm. and getting aligned on that value exchange. But in order to do that effectively, you have to know what's important to you. You can get something if you don't even know what you want. Um, And even more importantly, you have to know what the other party wants. Um, If you can deliver what they want, then you have a shot at getting what you want. That's how it becomes a fair exchange. So mm-hmm. the next time you're in this situation where you're negotiating mm-hmm. uh, for a new job and you're in this conversation where they're asking you, well, what did you get paid last or right. what do you expect? You know, what's your you know salary expectation? Don't start off with, just sharing
0: a number based on what you last made and maybe 5% more. And I want to point out that there's a law now. You do not have to disclose what you currently make or you've made in your last job because that was leading, you know, where you may be getting underpaid. They take that number and they just bump it up a little bit. No, A great way to handle that situation is simply to say,
1: my last compensation was commensurate with my last responsibility in the role I held. Right. What I'm looking for now you know, is parity market parity with the role and responsibility I'm interviewing for in this organization. Exactly. And simply flip it back to saying, what is, you know, do you pay on par with the market? Mm-hmm. And most organizations will want to admit that they do pay on par or above or, market. Or higher, Very few right. will actually say no, we're below market because that will not help them <laughs> yeah. attract the best talent. So once you know that they do pay on par or above market, now you can talk about, well, what does that range look like? Mm-hmm. You know, where does the offer sit within right. that range on the lower end, middle or the higher end? Mm-hmm. Um, if it is within that range uh, and if it still doesn't meet your expectations, then bring up the conversation about let's figure out how to make the entire package mm-hmm. um, something that compensates for the deficit on the cash component side, mm-hmm. you know, what else is important, but in order to even have that conversation, you have to go and prepare with knowing all the things that are right. important specifically to you. Cause there's no one size fits all for someone. Education credits might matter more for someone else, flexibility and mm-hmm. more PTO might matter. Right. right. So go in with that list and figure out how you can get to the bottom of a value exchange. That's truly, um, you know, uh, right for you, mm-hmm. but also Makes the organization feel mm-hmm. like it's fair for them too. Exactly. So the key takeaway is that negotiation is a discovery process mm-hmm. to get aligned on value so you can ultimately establish a long term win-win partnership mm. and the more prepared and thoughtful you are in solving for their needs the more likely
0: you are to have a successful outcome that's awesome okay everyone so share your comments and takeaways on our social media channels and if you have a burning question ask us this is a safe space for you to get the answers that you need visit iambeyondbarriers.com, where you'll find show notes and links to all the resources in this episode Share your comments and topic suggestions on imbeyondbearers.com and we'll be sure to address them in future episodes. If you enjoyed our show today, please subscribe and rate the podcast or just tell a friend about it. See you next episode. What if you could figure out exactly how to rise up faster in your career? Instead of wasting time on trial and error, imagine being able to pinpoint what's holding you back, where to focus your effort and how to get results quickly. That's exactly what the Beyond Barriers quiz is designed to do. You'll get your personalized score based on 25 essential elements to accelerate career success in the digital age. And you'll get a free guide with cutting-edge career strategies that will help you understand how to gain momentum and dominate your career. The Beyond Barriers quiz takes just a few minutes, but it'll save you months of frustration. Go to IamBeyondBarriers.com quiz and take the quiz today.